Health is Wealth with Dr. Mike on 105.9 The Region. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome to Health is Wealth with Dr. Mike. I'm Station Manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Dr. Mike Carozza. Good morning, Dr. Mike. Good morning, Tina. And we continue this week and this month with our focus on heart health. Well, let's face it. I mean, we have Valentine's Day. It was mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. It was. And... Um, you know, I have a lot of Valentines out there, of course. Nice. Lucky you. Um, well, I, I, I want to invite everybody to be my Valentine because I truly care. And I think, uh, you know, giving a heart, giving a care about heart health is important. And this is what February is all about. And it's the month of love for a reason. And, um, I and it think, seems to be an issue that affects everyone everywhere. We've all got a story about heart disease, don't we? Yeah, we do. And I think, you know, this is where, where we can, you know, just spread the love a little bit. And this is why we're here on the show. And, of course, you know, heart disease still is the second leading cause of death in Canada. And it's, uh, you know, we talked about this in our last segment. We talked about the causes and what's going on. But in more um, detail, we're going to talk today about, you know, the numbers and the facts. And, and the facts remain is is, you know... Um, spreading uh, the the uh, information on how to prevent heart disease, I think, is going to be a key. Absolutely, um, because sometimes it is about genetics, and sometimes it's about what you're doing to yourself. Yeah, and later on, we're going to talk in the show and talk about a story of um, the Mikey Network and how it came about, and how it was about an individual that just all of a sudden just just dropped. Just and, dropped and we're at seeing, fifty-two. At fifty-two, and we're we're seeing a lot of this. And and there's things that we can do. There's education. There's there's um, preventative measures that we can take. So, in terms of uh, so, let's talk about the data. Let's talk about the Heart and uh, Stroke Foundation and some of the data. And so, about one in twelve. That's uh, or two point four million Canadians adult um, live with diagnosed heart disease. So that's that's a huge number. And every hour, about 12 Canadians age 20 and over get diagnosed with heart disease and actually die. So that's a lot. That's a big number. Yeah, that's huge. And so that's every diagnosed. hour, yeah. You know, what about those that are walking around that's the, not knowing? Yeah, those are the guys that drop. Yeah, those are the guys that drop that we're not even talking about, mm-hmm. the individuals. And then um, every, every hour, about 12 uh, Canadian adults um, with heart disease die. So diagnosed. So that's diagnosed. So you're right. I mean, how many are not diagnosed? Right. So some people are just like... And, and when we talk about heart disease, we're talking about uh, cholesterol, high blood pressure, those types of things. Is that right? Yeah, we're, we're talking about... Um, so there's, there's, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of discussions about where does this all start? You know, so somebody gets diagnosed with coronary artery disease or cardiovascular disease. And, you know, they go in and the doctors say, hey, listen, you know what? We did an angiograph uh, and angi- angiography is where how you detect this, right? So you get this done and they look inside the arteries and find out, say, you know what? You got two or three or one or four arteries occluded, about 90% to 70%. And then they'd actually tell you, and so you're there and you're 50 years old and you're like, well, how did this happen? And this all starts when we're young. This actually just starts escalating uh, when we're young, uh, but we know predominantly, as, our, as we alluded to in our last segment, is that this is an inflammatory condition because inflammation is going to cause this to become worse. But with the advent of, uh, and we'll talk about this in terms of education, health, healthy eating and lifestyle, you know, the reason why we shop at places like Nature's Emporium, the reason why we go to places like this to sort of get support, not only are you going there for your vegetables that are going to be completely organic, but also your meats, your grass-fed meats that are going to be anti-inflammatory. And then also you, you have the supplement section, which is a whole huge mecca 
to help you deal with all these um, issues, whether it's high blood pressure, cholesterol, inflammation, which is causing the arteries to become pretty much angry and then just start you know, clogging up. Uh, and this is where, you know, you can actually, things like exercise and lifestyle metabolism can actually help to prevent this. I mean, you know, it's, it, it's definitely, I, I think it's three times higher in adults, uh, with diagnosed heart disease c- compared to the ones without, uh, heart disease. But in terms of heart disease affects more, um, it, it affects men and women differently. And we'll talk about this in our next segment in terms of the female side of things. But in terms of men, there are two times, uh, more likely to suffer a heart attack. And I think that's a key because um, they're newly diagnosed about 10 years younger. So it's the men that actually get affected at a younger age. And there's really not, we're not sure why, and this is probably genetics. Um, what we know with the women, it just, it, it, it depends on the menopause. And we'll, again, we'll talk about that in our next segment because obviously a lot of females go through menopause a lot later in life. And then with the men, it's more, um, lifestyle and genetics that play a huge role. So in terms of, um, you know, how it affects different females and males, it's important to know the symptoms and, and what's happening with the body, right? So in terms of most men um, you or, or females, I mean, you want to just try to eat healthy and, you know, things like quitting smoking. Like a lot of people are coming to my office and say, look, I just quit smoking. I'm like, wow, that's good for you. You know, this is something that you took on by yourself. You didn't need a doctor. And most people who want to quit smoking, let's face it, well, we can help you, but we can't you know, we can't tell you to quit smoking and you're not going to listen to us because, you know, the fact is for our listeners out there who smoke, it's hard, right? Because this is an addictive um, uh, habit and you've been doing it for a long time. And, you know, you're going to come into our office and, you know, most patients that come into my office, I'm not there to say, look, I'm, I, and I just, I cut it right off the bat. I said, look, I can smell the smoke on you. I know you're a smoker. I go, here's the deal. You got to quit smoking. I'm not going to be one that's going to say, you got to quit now. You should quit smoking. It's very important. It's going to impede on your health. When you need help, you let me know. And so a patient will come back a couple of visits later and say, doc, you know what? I thought about this. I think I want you to help me. And when they actually say that, you know, we whip out a contract and we just say, okay, look, sign over here. Let's, let's actually commit to this. And it's like, look, I'm going to actually do this. I want to quit smoking. I want to stop this. And then you can actually support them because they've made the conscious effort to say, I will stop. I will quit. And I think that's the most success. And so, that sounds like a really logical and successful approach. I've never smoked. I've never had that kind of addiction. But I'm sure that that way, at least it seems like they'd have to buy in themselves. And if they mm -hmm. buy in, then maybe there will be success. Correct. I mean, because, you know, I've looked at people. So in in previously in in my practice, obviously, we've done blood work. We've showed people cardiovascular disease is right. Like you're here, like you got it. And this is getting caused in your 40. This is getting caused by your smoking. It's for sure directly correlated. This is what's going on. What can you do right now? I mean, you need to quit smoking. And so like the, we've had those conversations, but the people just, you know, they, they continue to go on their, um, you know, their habits. And unfortunately they, they continue to smoke because that's not, it, it's, it's not there. Right. And smoking is just one of the risk factors for one heart of disease. 
one of them. So now physical activity is something that's really important. And I think I love this because a lot of people, when I, when I see them, you know, I have to say about eight or nine out of 10 people that walk into my office, they're physically moving about three times a week. And I love that. I love seeing physical activity with patients. You know, it doesn't mean you have to go into the gym. It doesn't mean you have to, you know, a lot of people are walking, they're running, they're getting outside, they're doing their thing, or they're just, you know, um, at home on their elliptical, whatever it is, or on their bike, on their stationary bike. So it's important because this kind of activity is how we can actually help, right? And then the healthy diet, as we mentioned, eating the healthy foods and taking the healthy supplements that have been well documented um, and not waiting you know, and I guess the idea of prevention, a lot of what I do and a lot of what we talk about on this show, this idea of prevention is is you don't have to wait for that time where someone says, hey, you need to go on this prescription medication. You need to go on this drug because at the end of the day, those drugs are going to are necessary and they're going to save you. And if you can prevent going on those drugs and you can prevent taking those uh, pharmaceutical drugs, then obviously you're doing what you need to do to prevent this from all happening. Um, but in terms of, you know, keeping a healthy weight, for example, the waist-to-hip ratio, which is an independent risk factor of both diabetes and heart disease alone. So watching your waistline and, you know, not having that extra serving of pasta or extra serving of potatoes and maybe having a balanced diet with more fruits and vegetables, you know, these are keys. And then another big one is alcohol use. You definitely want to limit your alcohol consumption because the alcohol consumption is going to lead you to eat more and eating more and then the sugars and then that's going to lead to things like uh, heart disease as well. So let's look at the heart facts, Tina. Let's talk about these. Let's talk about these numbers. So I think uh, 35,000 is the magic number. That's the proximum number of sudden cardiac um, arrests that occur in Canada every year. So, so that just, comes on without warning. Yeah, it does. And that's one, every, that's, one in every, that's one every 12 minutes. One every 12 minutes. So, I, I mean, it's huge. I mean, it's the number, one, it's the number two killer. I mean, and, and this, is a dead, this, is, this used to be a dead tie. Mm-hmm. By the way, I mean, cancer su- superseded, superseded this. But I, and I tell all my patients this, and I think it's important for us to, look, to talk about this. You have one heart. There's many different types of cancers. It's really not fair. You know, you have one heart, and so many things can go wrong. And for it to be a top two killer, in my mind, it's a number one killer. Because, and it can be preventable, right, in, in most instances. Of course, there's genetics that play a huge role. So, I mean, 7,000 um, in Ontario each year is the sudden cardiac death. And then uh, I guess the percentage, which is important, is 80 to 85% in Canada is, um, is the sudden cardiac uh, deaths that uh, arrests that occur out of hospital. So it's a huge number. And then 1 in 10 is the survival rate. And in terms of um, the, the percentage... If you use a defibrillator and or CPR, you can save these people's lives. And that number is approximately 90%. You can prevent them having a sudden cardiac arrest. That's pretty And we're going to talk about that and talk about the Mikey Network and how that uh, little foundations like this are actually, you know, saving lives, saving lives in a big way. For sure. So I encourage a lot of people out there who actually don't know um, CPR. Uh, and, uh, it's, it's amazing if you have, you know, a few hours on a weekend, you know, you can jump in on a course, they have them everywhere. It's really useful. You know, I'm going to tell you a story, um, you know, I've have I've had many uh, sort of. I don't want to talk about my life saving stories. I mean, there there's many, but in terms of civilians, I want to talk about them. There was a story about a friend of mine. She was at a pool, and there was a child that was really going through um, 
like, you know, if she wasn't a swim instructor and she didn't know CPR, she just took CPR. There was a bunch, bunch of moms out there. They were just said, hey, listen, let's just learn CPR. I think it was a year before. And, um, you know, these pool parties, they happen and there was a child and CPR was required. And this mom saved this child's life. And if it wasn't for CPR, this child would have died. Hands down. And it's like, you need to know the technique. She perf- they, they performed CPR on this child. I think the child was like eight or nine. And they brought the child to, obviously, the, the ambulance came. In the meantime, you can save the life because the ambulance is not going to be there. You know, you got about 15 minutes. And that 15 minutes, unfortunately, and there's nothing we can do. That ambulance is going to be there. They're going to have what they need to have. And, you know, that, that's a, that's a life saving uh, event. You know, that those 15 minutes are critical. And if you can perform CPR on a person, on a patient, on an infant, on an adult, you can actually contribute to saving that person's life. And Absolutely. we're talking about a 90% success rate. So for all our listeners out there, please, I encourage you, this is heart health month. This is February. Take a CPR class. It'll help somebody guaranteed in your lifetime for sure. In one point or another, whether somebody's choking, whether somebody is suffocating, you know, you, you'll know what to do because this happens even at the dinner table. It really does. And uh, We've so we've all got those stories. All right. When we come back, the work of the Mikey Network. This is Health is Wealth on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Hi, I'm Miranda Malasani. Health is Wealth with Dr. Mike is brought to you by Nature's Emporium, your neighborhood health food store offering everything natural and organic. Make it your one-stop destination for freshly prepared meals, clean beauty products, nutraceuticals, and nutrient-dense options in every aisle. You're listening to 105.9 The Region, and welcome back to Health is Wealth with Dr. Mike. I'm Tina Cortez, and Dr. Mike, who is our first guest today? Well, Tina, we have um, an executive director from the Mikey Network. Um, his name is uh, Morty Henkel. He's, uh, he's on the line joining us in. So good morning, uh, Morty. Yeah, good morning, Dr. Mike. Good morning, Tina. Uh, nice to be with you. Well, thanks for joining us, um, Morty. I just I, I, I can't uh, can't help but uh, like the uh, the name of your organization, the Mikey Network. I love it. I think it's uh, it goes hand in hand with me. But you know, I um, I think your initiatives and and a lot of your initiatives are wonderful. Maybe you can talk a little bit about you know um, the Mikey Network and what it is and how it stemmed. Okay. Well, thanks uh, for the opportunity, Doctor Mike. Uh, the Mikey Network was founded back in 2003. Uh, the Mikey Network uh, has uh, been named after a gentleman called Mike Salem. Uh, Mike was a partner at a company called Herity Corporation. And one day, Mike was out golfing, uh, and unfortunately, uh, he went into sudden cardiac arrest. And uh, there was not any AEDs or defibrillators at the golf course back then. Wow. So in his memory, his partners set up a uh, charitable division of their company called the Mikey Network. Wow. That's wonderful. Uh, yeah, things things happen, and from bad things come good things. Yes, how, how old was he? Mike was 52 yeah. uh, when he went into cardiac arrest, and uh, un- unfortunately, <sighs> sudden cardiac arrest can happen to anyone, anytime, at any location. It, it's, you just never know. And I, I think it's wonderful just in terms of the, you know, obviously since 2003, there's been a lot of 
awareness. You know, and this is Heart Health Month. So there's a lot of awareness out there currently, and obviously part your organization, but also part of like the Heart and Stroke Foundation and a lot of what we're um, sort of spreading the word on healthy living, healthy lifestyle. I think a lot of things have changed, but most importantly, having AEDs and or CPR has put a really um, damper, like put a damper on the number of deaths or um, the the uh, the ability to help save these people's lives, right, um, Morty? Oh, ab- ab- absolutely. Um, back in 2003, it was very difficult for us to even give a defibrillator away. No one was interested in uh, taking on liabilities, but since that time, uh, the Good Samaritan Act has come into uh, play where you are not liable if you uh, are trying to save somebody's life. And uh, through a lot of advertising promotion, uh, along with Heart and Stroke and other foundations, uh, AEDs have become uh, certainly uh, more available. And uh, hopefully when someone comes across someone in uh, distress, they would be uh, more than willing to go and uh, help do CPR and apply the AED. And where are they available? What do they look like? Well, AED uh, generally... uh, uh, they are about a 12 by 12 little package. Uh, the defibrillator itself uh, packs a shock. Um, what happens is uh, when someone goes into cardiac arrest and hopefully there's an AED there, the responder would open it up, take out the pads, apply the pads uh, to the person, and wait for the unit to prompt. Most units uh, out there now have voice prompts, so they walk you through the process. Once the pads are on, they will uh, tell you to do CPR, they'll tell you the number of compressions to do, and if a shock is required, it will say, stand by shock. And uh, in essence, uh, that's what happens, and you hope that uh, the first shock does the trick. If it doesn't, it will uh, reprogram and go through the uh, progression again. And most units out there will shock three or four or five times. The quicker you get a shock to someone in cardiac arrest, obviously the better, better chance of survival. The better, I mean, so, you know, I'm trained in CPR, of course, and uh, our clinic here in Vaughan actually has an AAD. It's mandatory for us. And most clinics out there actually need one and have to have one as well in place. And so I'm trained. Um, in in these emergency medicine procedures, so uh, you know, just to to make everybody and for our listeners out there, and especially Tina as well, you know, it's it's not hard to to get this machine running. I mean, it's real foolproof, right? Wouldn't you say, Morty? Now it's like it just it, the machine talks to you. It tells you where to put the patches. You know, um, some instances, you know, if there's um, if um, if uh, some gentlemen have somewhat of a hairy chest, then you you're required to shave that area but for the most part it's quite easy it actually tells you where to put the um the uh, the stickers uh and yeah. and really you can save somebody's life and and i think any way that that can happen and these actually you know i must admit when i first got into practice about a decade ago these things were super super expensive uh right morty i mean now they're just i mean obviously they're not cheap but it's quite reasonable and plus they're now talking to you and it's like this computer this machine that actually just needs to scan the individual it'll detect if a if a shock is required and then lo and behold it'll do it so we do this automatically with our CPR because um, the, the with the AED plus the CPR technique is where you're gonna get almost like a 90% success rate right Marty 
Oh, that's correct. Uh, the sooner the better. Uh, for every minute uh, that someone is in cardiac arrest, uh, their uh, function goes down by 10%. So that's right. So if the, if, if the uh, AED is not applied uh, within a minute or two, chances of survival are not good. And conversely, if they are applied uh, quickly and CPR is done, chances of survival uh, increase up to at least 80 or 90 percent. Yeah. Do you know how many people Cost. have been saved by the help of a, a Mikey defibrillator? I do. Uh, we have 43 confirmed saves. These are ones wow. that we have statistics on. Currently, we have about 2,500 units across Canada. So 43 is just a number in which you, you've tracked and you know, but I mean, you have, you know, it could, that number could be, you know, 10 or 5 or 10 times that amount, depending on... It, it yeah. could be. Um, when, when someone is saved with a unit that we have donated, I generally uh, get advised, and I can track, since we have started the program, 43 saves, and that goes from a three-month-old child up to an 83-year-old female. Wow. So you can see the range. Sometimes, uh, you know, cardiac arrest happens uh, with people who have pre-existing conditions, known or unknown, and, um, you know, having an AED available has saved at least 43 lives that we uh, can account for. That's wonderful. And then just before we get to our next uh, questions, I want to discuss with you just uh, in terms of the cost uh, would you obviously you've been involved uh, since uh, since uh, you started this. I mean, would you notice that the, the the costs of these AEDs have gone down substantially? Yes, of course. Uh, back in 2003, the first units that I purchased, I paid $3800 for. Wow. The uh, the uh, current price for an AED is approximately fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. So there has they have come down considerably. They should be more available to uh, public access locations uh, simply because they're more affordable now. Yes. Yes, definitely. This should be a part of the uh, of um, you know. The, the the fixtures for sure. Um, uh, let's talk about some of the programs, and I think Tina would uh, would like to know this as well. And myself, um, in terms of the Mikey Networks, I think there's there's a lot of programs. I think you have about six. Is that correct? Yeah, we run six or seven different programs. Uh, each day, we try and think of a new program uh, where we might be able to assist somebody uh, with an AAD. Um, the uh, one that's closest to my heart, excuse the pun, is the <laughs> Mikey's Kids program. With the Mikey's Kids program, uh, we partner with seven hospitals across Canada. These are all hospitals have pediatric cardiac units where children with bad uh, hearts or diseased hearts, if they are well enough to go home while receiving treatment, the Mikey Network donates a defibrillator to the family. We make sure they're trained and uh, the defibrillator is theirs to keep as long as they want. There is no financial burden to the family. These are straight outright donations. And we go from uh, Vancouver, uh, the BC Children's Hospital in Vancouver, right across Canada to SickKids, uh, Hamilton, Ottawa, London, Edmonton, Calgary, and Halifax. Well, that's so we have, wonderful. Uh, currently, we have about 375 families uh, that are part of our Mikey's Kids program. That's beautiful. 
that is that is tremendous uh, Morty you know um, you know just truly uh, kudos to you and 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 to uh, supporting this initiative for sure and we're happy to have this on our um, uh, definitely on our show today so we're really excited and we just want our listeners to understand you know some of these initiatives and you know these are life-saving events and these little these just little things that actually can go into people's uh, every day you know you're at a swimming pool you're at a gym and these things are going to save people's lives so thank you very much for joining us on the show i mean just if you can end off with just telling our listeners you know where that where can they can find out more information can they donate what can what can you tell us about um where to find you well thanks dr mike i appreciate the opportunity uh if anyone is interested in learning more about the mikey network uh, go to our website, MikeyNetwork.com. That's M-I-K-E-Y Network.com. Uh, outlines uh, what we do, our various programs, how to donate, and uh, there's actually they can learn CPR AED on our website. Wow! So hopefully that will help. That's great. That's great. You heard it, folks. Uh, the Mikey Network here to save lives, and uh, thank you, Morty, for for coming on the show, and appreciate all your time. Thanks, Doc. Have a great day. You too. Take care. And Dr. Mike, just before we wrap up the show, if our listeners want to connect with you and your team at Apple Med, how can they do that? Well, they can come to our office. We're at 3560 Rutherford Road, just backing on to the 400, right off of Rutherford, before you hit uh, Weston Road. So we're right there in that new uh, section, that little plaza there. Um, And, uh, you know, our clinic is uh, well-established, and we have everything you need from physiotherapist to chiropractic and to naturopathic medicine and massage and traditional Chinese medicine, osteopathy. So we're really loaded in trying to help uh, our patients. So Whatever you need to get you well, we're there. AppleMed.ca is our website. AppleMed Clinic is our um, our line on Insta, and um, you can watch some of these episodes all on Instagram TV, and then soon they're going to be on YouTube. That's terrific. If you missed any part of Health is Wealth, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. I'm Tina Cortez. Thanks for listening. Looking for a one-stop shop to eat well and live better? Nature's Emporium has it all. 100% certified organic produce and fresh meals made daily. Visit Giuseppe's Juice Bar and Bistro and shop every aisle for nutrient-dense, allergy-friendly groceries to eco-conscious options. We offer clean cosmetics, and we have York Region's biggest selection of nutraceuticals. Most importantly, we have a team of health professionals in all four locations to help you on the road to good health. For more information, visit naturesemporium.com.